Hello and welcome to this episode of Rebel with a Mic, the podcast where artists and performers of any kind share their story with us. My name is Miss Micah and I am your host. Welcome to another episode with Rebel with the Mic, and today we're having Satya with Bloom Movement Artistry as our guest. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I hope I, I said that right this time. You did. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Good job. Awesome. Yay. Okay. First test uh, passed. Um, yeah, you're, you're in charge. You're uh, the first guest that's actually uh, close by to me. Oh, nice. Oh, that's great. And uh, I'm really excited because um, you do like so much from like aerial to fire performance and yeah yeah tell us uh, what exactly you all do i don't even know yeah uh so i am i perform um aerial fire and belly dance um as well as partner acro um i am part of i'm half of satara which is a, a performance troupe um myself and my business partner who also own our aerial studio uh, we have that um, troupe together so we do all of those things and then um, in addition to that we have a bunch of different apparatus that we perform on and teach on uh, for aerial stuff so we started our studio uh, a little over a year ago um, during the pandemic because why not make it as difficult on ourselves as possible? <laughs> <I know. laughs> um, but we just, you know, we have been teaching for almost a decade, teaching aerial for almost a decade at that point. And we just um, saw the need to, to have another option, um, a different option in Charlotte. And so we decided to start our own studio. Um, so now we're doing this full time for the most part. Um, and then of course we both have other things that we have to do on the side because owning a business is never easy or lucrative at the beginning. Uh, so um, currently we are performing as much as possible and we're teaching as much as possible. Uh, we have some really awesome people coming in teaching workshops at our studio and that kind of thing. So. That's awesome. Yeah. Also and do social media marketing. Oh, awesome. That's so, <laughs> so much. Uh, yeah. And for all the listeners that don't know what aerial is, you, you might have seen it like people in a hoop hanging from the ceiling, trapeze, silks, um, just looks like really long curtains and people doing fun stuff on it. Because people always ask me, like when I tell them I do aerial, like, like what is that? And then I have yep. to like give a little explanation. <laughs> So, I always so, say, uh, have you seen Cirque du Soleil? And yeah, then pretty people much. usually get the connection, but um, obviously Cirque du Soleil is, they're doing a lot crazier things usually, but. <laughs> I know, I know. It's like probably almost impossible to like get in there and audition and maybe yeah. get a part. It's a process for sure. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I've been I've been seeing all the workshops you guys are doing. Like I've I've done like one fire workshop with you guys, mm -hmm. and um, yeah. I've been wanting to come back, but it's always like dates where I'm like out of town. 
So I'm like, oh, I really want to come back. Like I've been taking my little aerial break and then I see everybody yeah. performing and I'm like, I really want to come back. <laughs> so no, it's yeah. like... <laughs> We just got done with our show too. Um, so we put on our show Bloom um, and that just happened. It usually happens at the end of July, but it happened in September this year because of the pandemic. And uh, we were hoping that by September we would not have any issues. As we know, that is not the case, but um, it was, you know, we tried to push it out a little bit more than we usually do. So um, this year it was September the weekend of September 18th. Um, and that was a really big success. We had uh, over 70 acts over Ooh, two wow. days. Yeah. Yes. And this one was, was it indoors this time? Yes. It looked like. Mm -hmm. Yep. It was inside this time. The last two years that we did it have been um, outdoors. It's hard finding venues in Charlotte that um, can cater to what we need. Um, and you can't do fire inside. So we had to do fire outdoors at the end of the show, um, which is always kind of a strange thing to like make the crowd travel, but yeah. it can kind of be fun. We have a really good MC, and so she makes it very cohesive, which is nice. That's great. Yeah, I actually wanted to come to Bloom, but it was, of course, that weekend where I had to go to Vegas, and I was like, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> another thing I missed. But, um, how long have you guys been doing Bloom and what made you like decide like, okay, let's do an aerial fire festival? So um, I moved here in 2012, no, 2011. Um, and I met Sarah pretty quickly, um, probably within the first month that I lived here actually. Uh, so we became friends and uh, we did, we both did fire and belly dance. Um, then we started doing aerial. And so we kind of saw all of these different groups of people that were, they were all separated, right? So the fire performers just stayed with the fire performers and the aerialists just stayed with the aerialists and so on. So we just decided that we wanted to bring everyone together and create a community event that would um, encompass not just professionals, but also people who were just starting out and people who, you know, just had something to say on the stage. Um, the first couple of years were just, the first year was just belly dance. And then the second year, there were some fire performers. Um, the third year we had aerial and fire, and then it's just grown to, we actually had more aerial than anything else this year. Um, and it was two days this year. So it's grown immensely it uh, this year was the eighth one um it just kind of blows my mind every time i think about how far it's come um and like the venue the venue that we were in before was the chop shop that's where we started um the chop shop closed down because they knocked it down for condos um and the owners have been working on a venue since then and so they're the ones who own the venue that we were in this year so it's kind of kind of cool to come back to an indoor venue with the same staff so is it, is it just the two of you that pretty much run the whole festival and set everything up so yes we do have a team of awesome volunteers that help um the day of and then we also have our volunteer coordinator kelly is amazing she's a big part of um she's a big part of 
how it can happen because there's just so many moving pieces and so much to do. Um, and then we have April, who's actually in Tennessee. She's one of my best friends and she is our DJ, but she also helps with um, all of the music stuff prior to the event too. So it's mainly the four of us. And then we have um, uh, one of my students and friends, Sarah, a different Sarah, uh, she did all the website stuff for us, which is fantastic because that is not my forte at all. <laughs> <laughs> I am not the best with, like I can do social media marketing and stuff, but I'm, I'm not the best with websites. So she's been, she's been stepping in and helping us with that a lot, which has been nice. That's awesome. So the, yeah. the performers you had so far, is it mostly like local artists or people from all over the nation or? So this year, um, this year we didn't have as many traveling performers. There were a lot more local people. Um, we have had people, we had a performer from Canada a couple of years ago. Um, we have a performer that comes in a lot, oftentimes from Arizona. Um, But I'm from Phoenix, so there's a couple of my friends that are performers that will come in and perform. Um, we've had people, there was one of our friends that drove down from Ohio this year. Uh, she, she couldn't leave her dog at home, so she literally drove down, came down to the venue, left her dog in the car with someone just while she performed. So she came in for like when everyone needs to check in. And then she just sat in her car until it was her time to go on. <laughs> and, then she, and then she had to go. I was like, you didn't, you did not have to drive all that drove way. back home? Yeah, she drove back home. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That's crazy. So dedication. Um, and then we've had people, I mean, Rachel Strickland performed a couple of years ago. Um, Constance Echo performed a couple of years ago. Uh, McKinley from Atlanta. Um, Shannon McKenna, the artist athlete, she performed. We've had some really, really amazing, just people that I look up to so much. Um, it's been really kind of, it's hard to believe sometimes. Some years I look around and I'm just like, what is happening? Is this my real life? <laughs> <laughs> wow. But it's, it's amazing what you guys like put together. And I've been to, I think I went to the 2018 Mm -hmm. festival to watch it and take pictures and you guys had a great turnout like like you have all these like vendors and like art stuff people can buy um, um it was like so professionally run and just a bunch of fun so everybody you. that's like in charlotte definitely check it out yeah we'll be back next year for sure is it gonna and be have, um it'll be at the same venue but it's gonna be in july again um okay. so thankfully we'll be inside because it won't be as hot as it was the last couple of years that we were outside in July. Uh, but we do have a couple of other shows that we do throughout the year. So we have one coming up on uh, December 4th. Um, that one is going to be both virtual and in person. Very limited amount of tickets are available um, for in person. Uh, but that's called Shadows and it deals with the darker side of things that people don't always like to talk about. Um, Sarah and I have always we always strive to create a stage that people can share things that they wouldn't necessarily be able to share other places. So you're going to find usually things that are a little bit deeper and um, just there's a lot of vulnerable people that are really brave and put themselves out there 
on our stage and it's really amazing to watch. Um, Shadows will definitely be one of those. And that one's gonna be a much smaller event. It'll just be um, between 10 and 12 acts. So uh, virtual tickets are available now as are in-person tickets. Awesome, I will make sure to um, share the link for awesome. everybody that wants to watch yeah. online that can come. Perfect. And um, yeah, actually while I was out in um, Missouri for work a couple of months ago, I actually went to a few festivals and met um, all kinds of performers, flow artists, fire performers. And I actually mentioned Bloom to them and a few people were actually interested, like nice. how, like if they could be part of it and if so, how, like is anybody able to submit and when do yes. you guys start doing that? Submissions will open uh, probably not until February. Um, they'll open in February and then we will uh, probably close them. I think we close them around May, somewhere in May. So I think we run it February, mid-February to mid-May um, is usually usually the time span. Um, maybe beginning of May, I can't remember. I'll have to ask Sarah. My brain, because everything got shifted this year because of the pandemic, my brain does not remember dates. <laughs> But you have you have everything on the Bloom website or yeah mm -hmm. yep so we'll have um we'll have the submission form available there once that's open um, and then people can also follow us on social because we announce it there as well so um, we'll announce it on Instagram and Facebook and all of that okay yeah awesome I will share so the word out there yeah <laughs> I will share the link to your website and um. I'm sure maybe somebody somebody will reach out or maybe maybe yeah. somebody even needs social media help because you mentioned you do that too, right? Yeah, I do. So is that anything from like managing their profiles or is it just like getting yes. their graphics and posts or um so I I kind of specialize in general like creating a plan because a lot of people even for me for myself, it's hard for me to it's hard for me to promote myself. It's hard for me to come up with a bigger picture plan because I am involved in the minutia of my life. And so a lot of performers feel like that, I feel like. So um, I, my specialty is kind of taking a step back and looking at the bigger picture and figuring out what, what you want to express about yourself through your social media, making sure that um, what you're putting out there is true to what you want people to see. Um, and then upkeep of, all of that. So I kind of have a customer service background as well as a social media background. Um, so I have some clients that I will do all of their posting, all of their responses to all the comments, and then also answer any questions in their inbox and that kind of thing. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. Is, it, is it mainly for performers or is it for any type of professional profile? Yeah, any type of professional profile, really, as long as my big thing is that it kind of aligns with me as a person. Um, you know, there's certain certain things that, like, I don't eat meat, so I wouldn't want to. Yeah. Want to like do social media for a meat company or anything yeah, like that? Yeah. But for I the most that. part, like right now, I work for a venue um, in Charlotte, and then the same one that Bloom was at, and then I do. Uh, I have my job at Nourish, uh, which is a vegan food delivery service. Um, I've worked there for seven years, seven or eight years. Um, and then I work for a cat furniture company that's also <laughs> based in Charlotte. So kind of all over the place. Um, and I've worked for a few different social media companies before that that's kind of what they specialized in. I've done stuff for dentists and doctors and realtors and all of that, so. Okay, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of interested in the uh, the cat furniture now. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is interesting. 
very interesting because <laughs> i always figured there's like okay i know there's like cat trees but i guess they yeah. have a whole new like their own yeah. world of furniture <laughs> yeah this is like um kind of modern looking so cat trees but also like cat hammocks and stuff like that hmm, awesome yeah Sounds fun. <laughs> okay yeah if, if anybody's listening and i mean i myself struggle a lot like even with the podcast it's like like running around trying to make sure I get all the interviews in yeah. releasing it on time then Sunday night was Monday night I was supposed to release it Tuesday morning and then Monday night I tried to upload it and my service was all slow and then I, okay it's going to be delayed and then um, yeah. you have to post it everywhere let people know it's up or if it's delayed so the whole social media is like overwhelming even for me because there's like we used to have like one app now there's like so many apps you gotta <laughs> post it everywhere you gotta put your hashtags and then keep up and people message you comment keep up with those and it's crazy that's so true so true but yeah if anybody that's listening i'm sure there's people out there that need help so feel free to reach out i don't know do you have like a maximum of clients you can take or um i'm i'm looking at probably two more right now um i have two more you know part-time clients that i can take on so i also do mailchimp um so i've been i've been doing mailchimp for now eight years uh so i'm pretty proficient in that as an app as well so okay awesome yeah, yeah i'll make sure to um link your your socials and everything so if anybody yeah. wants to reach out get in touch needs help so they can get in touch with you and um yeah with the whole performances and everything like like when did you actually start or what made you decide like i want to do aerial for the rest of my life what what was like the um it's a really good question so i started uh my story goes back to when i started belly dance and when i started belly dance i was um i was in a, a very bad marriage and i had kind of lost myself as a person i didn't have any love for myself i was in a really bad spot and so i saw an ad for a class and i was like i'm just gonna go and try this and see see how it is i hadn't done anything for myself in a really long time so i went and i tried it and i hated it <laughs> i i wanted to love it but i just i had such a hard time doing the moves and then i would get really frustrated with myself and i just would sit in my car and cry after class and then I went back and I did it again and I did this consecutively every week for quite a while and then finally like it started clicking a little bit more. And I started dancing and going to other classes and that kind of thing. Um, so then I started doing the Renaissance Festival in Arizona and after I did that uh, we started doing fire in our show um, so small small fire stuff. And um, through that, I just found my love of fire um, and started doing more props and picking up uh, fire eating. One of my really good friends in Charlotte taught me fire eating. And then another really good friend of mine in Phoenix um, taught me some some the other tricks that I know, most of the other things that I that I know. Uh, and then recently started fire breathing in the last couple of years. Um, Ariel happened after I moved here, uh, I had taken one class before I left Arizona and it was just very discouraging because it was, it was a studio where I think most of the people that came to that studio already did Ariel. And so there was like no progressions or anything like that. And so it was just, 
I was expected to do a lot of things and I did not have any upper body strength whatsoever. So I guess I figured, I guess this just isn't for me. Um, when I moved here to Charlotte, I was like, all right, I'm gonna give this another try. Couldn't find a place. And then finally one just popped up on Google finally. Um, and that's where I used to work. Um, and I started taking classes there and it's just been progressively going since then. Um, and then opening the studio, it was just kind of like, it wasn't, it wasn't my plan. It wasn't my plan to open a studio <laughs> when I worked in a different studio. I was like, I never want to own a studio. <laughs> um, but then, you know, I got a little further away from it. There was a point where I was, I was thinking about quitting altogether. Um, and I'm so glad that I didn't because I still love it. I just, at that moment, couldn't, couldn't find my love for it. Um, so I'm glad that I got that distance and then I was able to, to keep going because I, I really do love it. And it's, it's helped me heal in a lot of ways, just like uh, belly dance and fire. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah, we used to go to the same studio. Like you used to be my teacher here yeah. in Charlotte. Yeah. So, and, um, which was great because you were like one of my favorite teachers there. And I always felt like I learned a lot and you're like really paying attention to everybody's detail. And, um, everybody was sad when you left and yeah, I, I mean, I was very sad too. I yeah. was very sad to all of the students. That was, that was one of the hardest things that I've ever done in my life actually. Um, is leave that leave my students really really tough but i it was my time for sure um but thank you for saying that i appreciate that you're welcome <laughs> yeah i've been and I, and I really i'm i am planning on coming yeah. back and take more lessons it's just like like to, to tomorrow i'm flying back out to new york i'm gone for a weekend and i'm coming back and i have worked and i have my own shows I have to go to go to the open mics I'm like okay I really want to like just be yep. in the hoop again and just like like practice be bruised up for days and yep. it's just like it's like one of those things too like you have to be like consistent or your body like keeps forgetting like moves and loses strength but it's like okay every now and then I just needed to just be in a hoop and just like yeah. Like literally like hang in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, you are always welcome for sure. I know. It's it's on my every day I think about like like checking out like your schedule and like, all right, let's do this. But then like something else comes up. I'm like, yeah. all right, I guess I do it next week. <laughs> well, you've got a you got a busy schedule going on too. I know, I I know. that you're doing. It's amazing. That's why like I was in um Missouri for for three months for work and then I really started missing Ariel and then there was one studio that was an hour away but I never really made it out there and then like okay once I get back to Charlotte I'm gonna go back to the studio I'm gonna be consistent because I really want to perform one day and then it's like okay if I want to be serious of Ariel then I can't put too much stuff into comedy and I'm like all right what do I really want to do yes because I have a full-time job too so it's like okay make your decision but then people keep asking me about doing their shows and I was like, okay, I don't really want to say no because <sighs> yeah, so I get it. Like, I know it's just hundred percent. It's tough. Time. And there, there's also that fear of like, if I say no, they're never going to ask me again. Yeah. And I find that with Ariel also my, my uh, boyfriend is a DJ and it's the same with him. He's like, you know, like he'll get a, he'll get a request to do a show and he's like oh I have already have you know three other things to do that day but I'm gonna say yes because 
I don't want to say no. And I think we're all kind of in that, especially when you're trying to quote unquote, make it, you know, like whatever that means, everyone I think has a different take on that. But when you're trying to make it, it's like, it feels like you can't say no. And it's probably not the healthiest thing in the world, but I feel it. I feel it too. And I've finally tried to like get myself to the point where I don't feel like I'm dying every time I turn down a cake. <laughs> I know. I know. It's it's bad. But um but I guess you guys also like offer service where people can like book you guys like if they have like a I think you guys do weddings and stuff yep. like that. Yeah. So they can like so we do, Yeah, we do weddings, we do pretty much any kind of event. Um we have our we have a freestanding rig. We also have a lollipop lira now and a pole, a freestanding pole. Um we have all kinds of apparatus. We have uh silks, trapeze, um lira, rope, straps, loops. Um we have a helix. It's a it's a double helix. It's like eight feet tall. Actually it's more than I think it's like 10 feet tall. Uh, We drove back from Atlanta with that in my boyfriend's truck, which is just (laughs) a big Ford truck. So it was like hanging off the back. (laughs) (laughs) Luckily, I had a lot of ratchet straps. Um, But we have all of those things that we can perform with. um, And we have, like I said, the the freestanding rigs. We can set that up at any event. and then fire we we do for fire and belly dance we do for events as well that's awesome and they can reach out through our social media or our website um the studio website is bloommovementartistry.com um and then we also have uh satara presents.com which is our um that's our troupe performance page okay so is yeah. it is it usually just the two of you that will come out or do you have like a, a crew of like performers that you send out to different events? We have a crew. Um, for instance, the this Halloween weekend is insane. Like I have, I've gotten 15 booking requests for Ooh, those wow. three days. Um, so we have a lot of people that, that prefer that take classes with us um, that are at that level where we to perform um so we have we have a pretty good group to pull from that's awesome and they're all very talented <laughs> i know i keep seeing like, like everybody that like post their videos from bloom and then um, i know a bunch of people that like perform at bloom that i used to take classes with yeah. and it's just so amazing like to see how people like um progress since i like went the last time and saw yeah. and we were all like in the fundamentals class and now mm-hmm. everybody's out there like some people like became teachers and people out there performing even traveling they're like in theaters and yeah. like because I think was it was it last year when you were part of the Christmas oh, no it was yeah. two years ago uh two years ago it was 2019 um and I was with Caroline Kalush uh doing Clara's trip um that was fun uh, and then Sarah, um, my business partner, she is in, she's part of Nubo Sud, um, and they're a local circus company in Charlotte as well. Uh, so they're going to be, I can't remember what the date of their next show is, but um, they just did a show in one of the theaters here. Uh, we have some really, really great talent in this city. I know, I see that. And, and you guys 
both also perform at the Renaissance Festival in Charlotte, right? So I don't, but Sarah does. Um, she does each Sunday. So she's out there every Sunday. Um, this it's called Roses of the Realm is the um, the troupe that she's with out there. Um, I've worked out there before too, but I decided not to this year. <laughs> it's, a lot. it's just a lot. It's a lot to be out there that much when you have a full-time job and yeah. other jobs. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Um, cause it's like, they do, I think they do five shows a day. So oh, wow. it's, it's a lot. Um, and then it's like really hot at the beginning and then it's really cold at the end. And oh, yeah. <laughs> so, it, but I'm definitely going out there to check it out. because it's been a while since I've gone out there as a patron. Yeah. I haven't, haven't been, um, I don't know. It's been ages since I went to Renaissance festival. Mm -hmm. Cause it's like if you go on a weekend it's so like busy and just trying to find parking and try to get oh, in yeah. and you lose like two hours just until you like walk to the door exactly <laughs> <laughs> it is a lot but um yeah like with everything that's going on like you got your own studio going on you got like a whole production company with crew that people can hire like like where do you see this going like is that like where you want to keep it now or do you want to go even like bigger and have like a bigger vision um so when i first started doing aerial um there was a group out of california and i don't know if they're still around i think they are but um they're called lucent dossier they're really really good really amazing production and they were aerialists fire performers dancers um and they were super inspiring and that's like they would go around to different music festivals and put on full productions at the music festivals which is like what my dream would be as far as the production and performance side of things um as far as the studio it's i i'm at this point like we we started out with half of our space we expanded into the full space so now it's just about you know, trying to get as many, trying to get newer people in the door because we don't have a lot of new students right now. It's a lot of people that have been, that had been with Sarah and I previously. Um, so just trying to build the studio and get the name out and get the word out about that so that we can just have a successful place where, you know, people can come and have fun. And our goal, our goal with the studio is um, a focus on body positivity and how to how to do the things that we do um because it's not going to be the same for everyone it's not a one size fits all type thing so um finding finding different ways for people to get into things um or different different variations of things so that they are successful and feel like they can do it because there's a ton of things that you know certain people feel like they can't do because of body type and that's just not true. It's aerial, it really is attainable for anyone. And so we wanna, we wanna focus on that and also um, creativity and giving people a little, giving people power to, to find things and move from one thing to another and finding new transitions and pathways. Um, it's a really important aspect of learning to me and uh, so we kind of focus on that too. So that we, we know for sure what we want to do. 
um, we have a really good student base right now. So now it's just trying to trying to increase that a little bit and um, add some more classes to the schedule. Uh, we have two new teachers now. So it's um, Sarah and myself, and then we have uh, Laura and Cassandra. Um, and yeah, so just growing consistently and making it happen. Awesome. So, so for area, what all do you guys teach? Is it just Lira and silks or do you have trapeze? We do uh, dance trapeze, which is the trapeze, but up to one point and it has a swivel on it. So it spins. Um, and then we do Lira, silks and straps. And then we're starting sling. Um, some people call it hammock. We're starting that uh, next week on the 21st. So that's a new apparatus that we're adding to the schedule. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And um, yeah, like like for people, like like a lot of times people ask me like, like is it is it hard to do like the whole area because people always say like yeah I've always wanted to do it but I can never do it I don't have the strength but I always tell people like like when I'm, I'm my very first class like I always sucked in PE like I could never do a pull up I can't like yeah. couldn't lift my legs up if I had to but um. I think like three classes in, like after three weeks, I could like feel my upper body strength, just like being mm -hmm. able to pull myself up and um, like even like doing like balls inversions, like I would have never imagined like I would be able to do it. And um, I always tell people just just try it out. Like they teach you from like the very first step, just holding onto the hoop and then just do simple like like sit in it and do simple movements and um. Yeah, it seems like, like, just like you said, like, like being like body positive and just like everybody can do it. It's just like, just go out there, try it. And, um, cause I remember like, um, I think silks was always more and more difficult for me. And yeah. then, um, I switched to Lyra. And then after I did Lyra for a while, silks seemed like so much easier. Yes. And, um, sure. cross training is really important. Yeah. Um, on like cross apparatus training for sure. Yeah, the only downside um, for me, well, for everybody, is probably like just like if you care about your hands, <laughs> you, you might not want to do it because yeah. your hands are pretty much you're gonna have yeah. some really manly um, mm -hmm. <laughs> hands. Great calluses. I know. I showed someone my hands the other day. I can't yeah. remember who I showed, and they were like, "Oh, like, yep, they're yeah, pretty intense." Yeah, um, but that's the only. <laughs> So if you care about your hands, it's not the right um, activity <laughs> for you. But that was like my my thing at the beginning because I didn't know what I got into. Yeah. I kept going to class and then you kind of like feel your, your calluses building up and like, oh, my God, it's going to stay there forever. Do I want to be mm -hmm. this person when you shake somebody's hand? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's like it's either you want it or I don't know. It's yeah. just how much do you want to do it? That yeah. you don't care about your hands and exactly. the bruises. So, <laughs> the bruises. so if you have the a lot of doctor visits, <laughs> yeah. um, I did take, I took a private lesson. I just went to New Orleans and I just got back and uh, I was there and I took a private lesson on pole. Um, I did a Lyra private lesson, but I also did one on pole and I got a bunch of new bruises that I have never had before because it's a new apparatus for me. So my body's yeah. not used to it yet, but Lyra doesn't really give me bruises anymore, which is kind of cool yeah, <laughs> my yeah. body's just like okay i guess you're not going to stop doing this yeah yeah lira <laughs> was was especially uh, bad for me when i when i started mm -hmm. and like around your hips your your knees oh, yeah. and it just like like when i was oh, out yeah. in um missouri 
um, they had a circ apparatus at the festival and then they showed us like flips and then I didn't have it all the way I didn't have the, the strap all the way in my crotch where it should yeah. be so it was like halfway on my leg and then I did yeah. like the flip <laughs> and then I had like this big ass bruise and it stayed for like I think almost three weeks and yep. I was like it's just, <laughs> it's just never going away so luckily nobody had to see it but um it's like there's one of those things like if, if you were like shorts or something and they're showing people are like who oh, yeah. beat you i'm like nobody I'm like, yeah. are you no sure do i, I need to call help. somebody <laughs> like like are you in an abusive relationship or something like no i'm fine it's just... <laughs> i'm really okay <laughs> I know. the really fun part is going to like i during the time that i started doing aerial i went to see a new gynecologist and that was really fun because they're like, what is happening? I'm yeah. fine. Really, <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. Like, They're like, why do you have so many bruises? I'm like, well, well, you see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trying to convince people like it's that's how it should be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So with everything you guys are doing and accomplishing, like, is there anything like you feel like that's missing as like performer or artist where you wish, I wish this existed and it would help us so much more to reach our goals and move forward or? Um, it's been really tough. I mean, everything that we've done, um, Bloom, the festival, uh, the studio, we've had help. Like we've had people that have helped us and we've had, um, you know, people will donate things to the studio and stuff like that and donate their time, which is so helpful. But we've done it all on our own financially. Um, and that, you know, not having, I've applied for grants and stuff before and I've never gotten them. And so it's, it's kind of like trying to, trying to find that funding for things because if we were to take another step in any direction, whether it's expanding the festival or whatever, um, it would take a large chunk of money, which, you know, we're just, we don't have that. So yeah. <laughs> it's been a lot of, um, just like with most business owners, I feel like it's been a lot of blood, sweat and tears, um, all worth it, but like having, having resources to get grants or things like that would be really helpful um and you know i'll keep applying for them and and trying to get them but uh it's tough because we are currently we're not going to be a nonprofit at the studio i think i'm going to try and switch bloom the festival to a nonprofit. um so that might help us get some grants and stuff as well hopefully but that's that's pretty much it right now we're just uh trying to get the word out there about the studio that's kind of the main focus because we couldn't really do much for a while because of we didn't know what was going to happen with covid we didn't yeah. know we could only have a certain amount of people in the studio and we were sharing a space um now that we're not sharing a space we've expanded into the full space and increased the rent and all, all obviously all the bills and everything um but now we can actually start building and marketing and stuff like that whereas before we didn't have the space to do that so that's the main focus right now so are you guys allowed to run classes at full capacity or how how big are the classes right now um right now we are staying at six so i don't know for myself i really love that number um i i don't really see myself teaching classes 
at, at more than six, maybe eight at the max, but I don't want to teach um, more than that. Uh, so most of our classes are at six currently. Um, as things start to let up and numbers start to go back down, that may increase just a little bit, but eight is the most we'll do. Yeah, I think that sounds, sounds good. I think um, in the classes before that I went to, I think 10, was it 10 or 12, yeah. 10? Mm -hmm. Yeah. which seemed like a lot because a lot of times classes would like fill up to maximum yeah. and then you have to like wait your turn and there's like yeah. 10 people there's like four hoops but then the one is like a low one that nobody uses so it's yeah. like <laughs> 10 people three hoops then the one was for the tall people so you couldn't use that one and yeah. <laughs> which is like all right for like the hour and a half or maybe did like five minutes on a hoop so yeah yeah, they, um, so we have pulleys as well, which means that we can change the height of things really easily. So it takes like a minute. Um, and so our ceilings are 26 feet tall, but we can bring things down as low or as high, bring them up as high as we need to, which is really nice because then if, you know, we're working on one thing in class that requires a low hoop, then we want to move to something that requires a high hoop. We can just lift it up, which is awesome. I don't That's know awesome. how I lived without that before <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great because like yeah. in the studio we were before it was like you had like the the hoops were set height and then it's yeah. like either you like it you can reach it or it's too low and you just wait for the other one and yeah. get in line <laughs> yeah it's hard it was very hard as far as like teaching um from that aspect too yeah all right. Well, thanks for, for sharing all that. And we're, we're coming to the end of the interview. Yeah. And um, I like to uh, ask my guests like the same like question at the end, mm -hmm. which is um, what would you say is like your, your favorite childhood memory? Mm, that's a good one. Um, this is the second time this has come up in like two weeks, actually. Oh, which really? Is, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so my my parents used to take us to because I'm from Phoenix and they used to take us to California. Um, so we would go on trips and, uh, you know, stay in like a sometimes like a beachside condo. And it was just really nice. It just felt super carefree. And um, of course, being at the beach is really amazing. Uh, so it was that's probably my favorite my favorite childhood memory. Mm, that's awesome. Yeah. I, have, I haven't been to the beach and like I don't even know probably like pre-COVID times. Yeah. It's just, yep. I don't know. And the Pacific know. is a lot different than the Atlantic too. So um, I just really enjoyed that. And we would go usually every year, but there were a couple of trips that stuck out in my mind for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thanks for, for sharing uh, all the information, like everything you yeah. do. Like, is there anything like you do you want to share before we uh, get off? Um, no, I think I pretty much covered it. I do modeling too. I forgot to mention that. So that's another, another thing that I dabble in. Well, I've been doing it for like 10 years, but I don't know if I consider that dabbling anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen, so. yeah. I've seen all the, the photo shoots you've been doing. Yeah. It's all amazing. Like you go to like Iceland and all these like fun places <laughs> I've never been to. And like, <laughs> yeah amazing. the iceland one was one of the iceland ones actually all of the iceland ones have been very intense um good but very intense very cold that's awesome <laughs> yeah yeah well thanks thanks for sharing that I'm, I'm gonna make sure i let everybody know like everybody in charlotte or close to charlotte if you ever wanted to try area come out i can only recommend her as a teacher she's great 
Don't be Thank scared. You. Anybody can do it. I can, if I can do it, anybody can do it. <laughs> like, like I would never be able to like pull myself up on anything, but um, I managed yeah, it. We started at the beginning. So yeah, check out area. Or if you don't want to perform yourself, go check out Bloom or the upcoming festival in December. If you're not local, check it out online. And um, I'll link everything in the show notes, the Bloom information, your information. If people need social media help, so they can reach you and um yeah thank you so much Perfect. for joining thank me thank you have fun in new york thank you thank you and um yeah and um thanks everybody for listening and tune in next time <laughs>